You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. I recently spoke to one of my coaching clients who got more phone numbers, dates, and women in bed in the last month than he had in the past two years. How did he pull it off? Well, it wasn't because he suddenly developed a sick game that gets women hot and bothered the second he says hi. He didn't win the lottery, start taking steroids to get in amazing shape, or magically grow to be six foot three overnight. The truth is, he had all the tools he needed to get these results. All he had to do was adopt the core philosophy of my program, TED. TED stands for Tension, Entertainment, and Dominance. This is all you need to consistently attract, seduce, and date gorgeous and amazing women. To learn more, just go to coachedbytrip.com. Click the green button to apply for a free strategy session and pick a time when you're free. On that call, you'll speak to one of our highly trained experts who will help you develop a game plan specific to your situation in order to reach your dating goals without having to change who you are or fake your personality. Now, back to the podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. As you can see from the title here, we're having another honest conversation in my Honest Conversation series where I interview people and chat and, of course, have honest, real conversations that can get deep, sometimes uncomfortable. I wouldn't say this one is uncomfortable. This is an interview where I'm a conversation, more like, that I'm talking to my friend Paige here. Paige is someone who was recently on the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I say recent, I say, you know, this year, earlier this year, she was on it. And she came on, we were talking about how women experience sex and some sex tips and things like that. She's got a podcast of her own that she updates semi-regularly. Anyway, I saw her on on TikTok and on Instagram. I saw that she was going through a breakup and I thought, man, it'd be interesting to chat with her and just see what she's going through and just have an honest conversation about what it's like to be right in the middle smack dab of a breakup. And well, I really wanted to have it with her like right after, but she was traveling with her family. So we couldn't do it that soon, but she broke up with the guy from the date of the recording. It was about 12 days pretty recently. So we get to hear the perspective of a woman going through a breakup and what it's been like for her, the lessons that she's learned. And I just always love getting perspectives and hearing other people chat about their experiences because I think we can really learn from it. And I don't think we always get to hear some of those honest things from people. And that's why I'd like to have guests on this podcast to have these kind of real raw conversations. And we're going through it today. You're going to hear me chat with Paige and she's going to give you the whole breakdown of the breakup. We talk about some of the lessons that she's learned, why it happened, how it happened, and some cool and interesting psychological stuff, just learning about how we go through breakups and we go through relationships and they bring out some childhood wounds and traumas. And I even was able to, by the end, nail down some of the reasons why she was having some problems in the relationship. And it was pretty cool. Just good, interesting stuff. So why don't we get into it now? Here's my honest conversation with Paige. She's going through a breakup. What's up, Paige? Good to have you back on the podcast. I'm so excited to be back. (laughs) That's awesome. Have you been doing any episodes of your podcast? Since I've been on? Since you've been on, I honestly think I've only done two, but they've been doing really, really oh, okay. well. Yeah, they've what, been doing really what, well. What were those topics? Well, it's funny. I was like talking to this woman who's doing my eyebrows and she was kind of like hinting she was a swinger a little okay. bit with her boyfriend. And so it got me on the subject of like orgies and watching people have sex, which is pretty out there. It was like an out there subject for me to put out, but... I, I mean, is it that. your podcast is about sex? So I it can't is. be that out there. That's very true. <laughs> you know, would you ever do that? Would you ever swing? 
I talked about it in my podcast, if anyone wants to go listen, but I don't think so. I think the fantasy, the idea of it was like super like, ooh, that could be fun. But I personally think I would be uncomfortable if it happened in real life. But I don't know. You would you would be uncomfortable with another woman with your man? Um, I think if we were in a committed relationship, yeah, that would be too hard for me. Okay. If it was more casual, okay. maybe, but I really don't know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, back to what I wanted to originally talk about with you, not swinging, but breakups. And so you've been on the podcast before and it was a great episode and I follow you on social media. So I saw that you went through a breakup. You posted some, some TikToks at three in the morning. <laughs> you probably woke up in a, in a, in a craze, just feeling all the emotions from your breakup. It seems like, was this a hard breakup for you? It has been hard. It's just a kind of an interesting breakup. It's weird. I'm kind of going in waves all the time for sure, but I really feel like it, it was the right decision. Um, so that's helped me get through it, but yeah, it's definitely a wave of emotions. Yeah. I think that's what breakups are. They're waves and it can go on sometimes for months, depending, depending how fast, you have the ability to get over it or not. Right. Mm -hmm. So, well, let's start here. Maybe tell us how did you meet the person? How did you get into the relationship? When was that? Let's get some background. Yeah. Background's always good. So I actually met him on TikTok. No way. How how was that? (laughs) Seriously, you guys, this is actually kind of a funny story. Yeah, he popped up on my TikTok for you page and he was talking about like the spiritual concept and I loved it. I resonated with it so much. So I followed him and I actually made a response video to his TikTok. And no then, way. Yeah, yeah. That's then, great. <laughs> I know. And then the next day I was on TikTok again and he popped up and he was doing a TikTok live and I was like, wow, he's kind of cute and I really like his vibe. So I like was commenting in the live, hoping that he would see me asking if he was single and he, I don't think he saw it. So I went to his Instagram account, followed him, slid in his DMs, said, I think you're hot. Are you single? This is me shooting my shot. Um, No way. When was that? That was, I'd say May of 2021. I think we dated for like a year and a half, I'd say. So yeah. So May of 2021, I slid in his DMs. (laughs) Okay. Got it. Yeah. And And so what happened from there? I remember we talked for a little bit and he's like, you're cute. Like, oh my gosh, are you real? (laughs) Because I guess that doesn't happen to a lot of guys. Yeah. He basically said that he lived in Maui and I kind of dropped it at that point. Cause I was like, all right, he lives, you know, way far away. I don't think this is going to work. And then I saw like a week later that he had posted, he was looking for a roommate for just two months, he needed someone to rent out his room because I still followed him on Instagram. And I was like, that would be so weird. I'm not even gonna bring that up. But I was really looking for a place to like travel to that summer, especially with my good friend. Summer, we wanted to like hop around to different cities and just stay there for a couple of weeks or a month. And eventually, I think he slid up on one of my Instagram stories. And I was like, like, fuck it, I'm gonna bring it up. And so I was like, hey, Like, how do you feel if I were to like take you up on the living in your house for two months? Like, would that be weird? And could I bring a friend? Oh man. Okay. And he was like, it was only two months. Yeah. Only two months. Cause I guess his roommate was going to come back. So he just needed to like, got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh God. Okay. I missed that part. Okay. Go on. Yeah. My bad. He basically said, yeah, and gave him the deposit. And we had only talked like two other times on the phone. It was pretty crazy for me to do this. And me and my friend Summer just like moved to Maui. He could have murdered you. Thousand percent could have murdered me. (laughs) Yeah. Then again, he had a, he has a TikTok presence. How many followers does he have? It's like, is it a big, big following kind of guy? Like an influencer? I think when I met him, he was at 50,000. Now he's at 95,000. Oh, yeah, 000. that's a lot. Yeah, yeah so that's it was a, a good lot. Okay. okay, so okay, murdering chances go down a little bit. And it was all about like love and peace and meditating. So I was like, I think I'm safe, you know, but you never know. Sure, okay, yeah. 
okay, so you took him up on it and he's like, let's do it. So you go out there. Yeah. And I remember we were like very flirty, obviously, because I reached out and said he was hot and <laughs> like asked if he was single. So it was definitely a flirty vibe. But I remember like a couple weeks before I was going to move out there, we had a phone call and I was just like, you know, I, because we're going to live together, I actually don't know if we should pursue each other in a romantic sense. Like maybe we should just be friends first and see like, cause you don't want to ruin a living dynamic. So he agreed to that. And well, like, if it's yeah. two months, yeah, you, you can ruin it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess that's very true. But yeah, so we started off as like friends first and then he like eventually made a move and then we started dating for those months. But it was, it was, we had some problems. We had some miscommunications. I was very closed off. I had a kind of like bad view of how men were and how they thought of relationships. I thought all men just wanted to be single and, and not, they hated commitment. So I was kind of standoffish. I was a little bit like very wary of him. And I, yeah, I was closed off for sure. The first two months. Okay. And then eventually we just kept hanging out, talking, the relationship got deeper. And I remember we hung out my last week and it was very, very, sweet and kind of growing deeper, but I was like, I'm leaving. And I was like, I don't want a serious relationship. So I moved back to Washington state and he continued. Hold on, I want to back up a little bit. Yeah. I want to back up a little bit. When was the physical connection part or were you guys not, were you guys not hooking up at all? No, we hooked up. It took, I, he's, he, I think he like kissed me after like, I don't know, five days of living there and hanging out. Yeah. I was going to say, okay. <laughs> Yeah. I would have guessed that. Yeah. And then I, we didn't, I made him wait. I was like, I don't know about you. I was, I, there was some reservations towards him actually. And so I was like, I'm not comfortable having sex. I hadn't had sex for like a whole year. And so I was like, this is kind of a big deal if I'm going to like hook up with you. And so I, it was like a month in until I, we had sex, but yeah, he was not that happy about that because he thought I reached out to him. I told him he, he was hot, like we should just hook up. But I was like, no, 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 <laughs> no, it's going to work. Uh, okay. So how long did it take for you guys after the first kiss? How many days or weeks did it take you or hours did it take you guys to hook up and actually sleep together? A month. Oh, wow. You really stuck to it. I really stuck to it. Yeah. Okay. Was it hard for you to stick to it? No, was it, actually, or, or was it easy? It was easy for me. Cause I had, I had some reservations about him. I wanted to make sure that he actually liked me for my personality and who I was rather than just like, Oh, I get to hook up with this chick for two months. <laughs> so I was, yeah. And I think because I hadn't had sex for a whole year, you're a little bit more picky and wary of like who you're going to let in. So I was definitely more um, discerning for sure. Okay. Now it took you a month and you were trying to figure out if he was a good guy. I'm curious, we can talk about this a little bit later, but is there any regrets here? Like, are you, do you go back in time and go, man, I wish I never found him on TikTok? No. Not that you had control over that, but. You just wish he never popped up in your feed. You never heard of him. Any regrets? After this breakup, I have actually had no regrets. And I'm actually incredibly grateful for this relationship that it happened. Because I, like I said, I was really closed off. My heart was pretty closed and I was pretty like cold to men, I'd say. Like I would have flings and go on dates and stuff, but my heart was pretty closed. And he definitely opened my heart up and like made me realize I do like relationships and love being in love is such an amazing thing. So I'm very grateful because I think I'm going to be more open hearted moving forward. Okay, cool. Okay. Okay. Got it. So you guys, I want to fast forward a little bit because I want to get more to where you're at now, but we'll just say you guys dated for a while. You did your thing. Any, well, any other important elements of the relationship that you want to talk about that might help explain the breakup? Yeah. Just like quick background. After I spent two months in Maui, I flew back to Washington state cause I had a lease and a cat <laughs> and we had a conversation on if we were going to make it work. 
And he was like, yeah, I'm down. And so he flew to Washington state. We lived together. So we just continued to live together um, right off the bat, which actually worked out for us to a degree. And he started to build out a bus. So he bought a bus and started renovating it because he wanted to do a bus life trip across the country. And he invited me to come. And that was, I think he moved here like late September, early October of last year. We had a short breakup in January of 2022 uh, for okay. like a month. And then we got back together. I feel like that's when we did the podcast. Yes. I was going to say that last time I was on here, we had been broken up for a couple days. That is hilarious. Because <laughs> I'm putting all the pieces together because when you were on the podcast, I don't think maybe we talked about you being single. I honestly don't remember that detail, but it seemed as if you were. And then it was like maybe a week or two later, I saw you with this guy and it seemed like you're in this big relationship. And I was like, wait, that happened really fast. But little did I know there was a whole year previous of what was going on. So, okay, now this is all connecting in my head. Okay. So what was the, what was the break about? I think it was funny because I was super cold getting into a relationship and I'm pretty wary, like make sure I date guys for like two to three months before I say yes to being a girlfriend. But then once I'm in, I'm pretty like, I'm in, like, I want to fall in love. Like, let's do this. And he's the opposite. He's like, let's get in a relationship. I'm down. Let's go. But then as soon as it gets serious or like deep feelings are involved or the length of a relationship has gone on for more than a year, he gets scared and he gets fearful of commitment. So he was 37. I'm 24. And he had interesting for a man at that age to be fearing commitment. I'm not going to say for certain, but when I hear that, well, when I hear that from anyone, but now putting the pieces together that he's 37, it sounds a little like I'm just not that into you. Well, I think, yeah, that could be that. And that did come up, but I think from talking to him about his past relationships and stuff, his longest relationship was three years with yeah, a single mom. And, and he was on and again, off again with her. And he would always end relationships after like a year. Cause he would get scared and he kind of chalked it up to, we were really big in self-awareness and looking at ourselves and working on our triggers and traumas. And he realized that like his parents divorcing at five kind of set this image in his mind that things don't last. And if they are getting to a serious point, that it's not going to make it. And I think, unfortunately, that's been something that's plagued him for his life. And that was one of the reasons why we broke up originally is because I was kind of like, you know what? I, I want to be in love. I want to feel deeply. I want to be in something committed. And I was guarding my heart and he was guarding his heart. We were deepening. So I was kind of like, I'm going to go. I, I was the one that initiated the breakup and I was just like, I don't want to stay. The first one. Yeah. The first one I initiated and I was just like, yeah, I okay. can't do this. Yeah. And so he, we were broken up for a little bit and I guess he had this like coming to God moment of like, holy shit. Like you don't know what you've got till it's gone. And realizing the fear that's been kind of causing him to cut relationships off before they get kind of like a chance to really deepen. So he was like, I don't want to do that. And he's like, this is the first time I'm really having like a hard look at myself and realizing I'm doing this pattern and I don't want to continue it. So he was like, I'm all in. Like, I didn't know how deep I was in with you. And like, he was like, I'm in love with you. Like I see a future. Like I want to do this. Like, I don't want to just drop it because little small stuff. He was like, I'm in. So I was like, fuck it. Like, let's do it again. <laughs> but I was weary, super weary. Okay. So you get back into it. And now is it awesome? Is it even better than it was before? Or what was it like? Right, I would after, say, right after you guys get back together. Right after I was pretty reserved. I was kind of thinking we're not going to make it. I was like, I'll give it a go, but I don't think we're going to make it. And so I was pretty like, was treating it pretty casually, but I remember we ended up going back to Maui for two months and I like fell in love all over again. I just was like super, it did deepen. We were much more vulnerable. I remember we did like a shrooms trip together and that was like super, like brought us really close. And we just were like, we're best friends. Like we had the best time. And then we came back here and we did a bus life trip for three months together. Wow. And I mean, that must've been fun, huh? 
It was so fun. Yeah. He, we, I mean, I had so much fun in that relationship. We laughed every day. It was so awesome. Yeah. So it was pretty, after I kind of got through that, like walls up guarded, are we going to make it? I think after we made it, after our time in Maui, I did open up a little bit. I was like, let's go, (laughs) like, let's go deeper. But yeah, I don't know. It was still, there's still some reservations there, unfortunately. Okay. Okay. And then, well, now we're in October, 2022. So let's Mm -hmm. fast forward to the breakup. So how did that all go down? Details. Um, So we had just gotten back from a bus life trip and I haven't been working since March. And so I was kind of like, I need to go home. I need to work. I need to get solid. I need to see my cat. (laughs) And he was like, I need to make money. I need to get solid. And so we were both in that same position, but he doesn't like it in Washington state. He doesn't like the winters or the weather and he can't really make as much money as he could in Maui. So he was like, I feel like I need to go back to Maui. And I was like, I need to stay here. I have a lease till January. And so we were going to do long distance and I was going to go see him in Maui and then eventually move there. But I think. But but where are you right now? Washington state. Washington state. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so I think I had the whole relationship for whatever weird reason. I, I really do feel like relationships bring up your triggers and your traumas and they bring up things that you maybe didn't know were there. And so I realized that I can have some anxiety in relationships and I I don't really have the most trust. I think I had a trust issue. I don't know if it was him or if it's me, but do you have trust? Do you have have issues with your, with your dad at all with trust issues? Um, it's weird. I've tried to investigate that, but me and my dad are really close. I like see him almost like three times a week. Like we talk, we hang out. Okay. So it sounds like you have a great relationship with him. Yeah. And he's always been there for me. I'm like, I know I'm so loved by my father. So yeah, I'm like, what, what is that? I don't know. I almost feel like it's more of society and like the people I've been friends with. There's been a lot of infidelity and cheating around me. It's never actually happened to me, but for whatever reason, I have a huge fear of it and I've never cheated either. So I'm just like, I don't know where it comes from, but I just wouldn't go away in our relationship. And it was always there. And I was just kind of annoyed, honestly, of like my own thoughts. And I was just kind of like, I am okay with the breakup. If it means I don't have to deal with these thoughts of like worry or concern or whatever. And especially if we're going to do long distance, I was just like, I'm okay to let this relationship go. And at the same time, I think I put a lot of my stuff on hold. Like I, would just get really relaxed and almost like codependent in the relationship. And anytime we did have a breakup or anything where I was alone, I was like on my stuff and I was working out and eating healthy and making TikToks and reaching out to friends. And I just felt so much better single that I was just like, wow, I really get distracted in a relationship. And I feel like I am kind of craving my independence again. He was in a similar boat. So I think we spent too much time together almost to the point where we just like, yeah, I mean, you, you, you lived with each other right away. Yeah. It's like you, we lived together for a year and a half, pretty much every day. So it's like from the beginning, you know? Yeah. And we shared a car. Like when I was in Maui, I used his truck. And when he was here, he used my car and like just did everything together. And it was almost like we were so meshed with one another for too long that we were just like gasping for air to like get out and feel some sense of independence. So yeah, it was, it was interesting. Yeah. I think also is, I feel like even if you guys did have a normal relationship to start, when I say normal, I just mean you're not moving in together right away. I feel that it would have probably ended eventually. I feel like that what happened was you guys ended up spending so much time together. It just fast forwarded the process of you guys breaking up. Like Mm -hmm. eventually it probably wasn't going to work. You're nodding your head. What what, what are you, what are you thinking? No, I think that's exactly right. And I think because of our age gap, because of where we're at in our lives, because of like his fears and just how sometimes I felt treated in the relationship. I was, I kind of knew I was like, this guy's not for me. Obviously when like things are good, 
you're hopeful that like what like, happened? Nothing, Don't worry. He won't find this. <laughs> nothing necessarily bad happened. It was just throughout the relationship. It was like, mm, I don't know if I want to like live with that for the rest of my life or like, I'm 20, I was like 22 when I met him, 24 now. And I was just like, I don't really think this guy's my husband. I don't really think this guy's like my long-term guy. I was like, I could see us together like three years tops. And I think he saw the same thing. And we we would have talks about it where it's like, we tried to be hopeful and like see that other person be open to that. But I think deep down, we both knew and we both communicated this to one another that we knew that with like age gap and, and things like that and lifestyles that we weren't going to be together for like 10 years, you know? Um, I definitely think there was moments where we hoped that and, and wanted that, but deep down it, we kind of knew. So, um, it sucks. Like it really sucked when we actually ended cause it kind of feels like a failure to a degree, but, um, how do you mean? I think when you, are with someone, it's like, you want it to work out. You want it to be long and like healthy. And when it doesn't, you can kind of be like, Oh dang, like it didn't work out. Like that sucks. So when you were going through the breakup, would you say that it was mutual? Did it feel mutual? It did. We had gotten in a fight about TikTok, I believe. <laughs> I think I had Interesting. Posted, okay. I, I think I had posted a TikTok and he was like, That makes me uncomfortable. Like I don't want you to post a TikTok like that. I think I was just following the Uh-oh. trend. Uh, yeah. So maybe a, a little controlling potentially. Um, I mean I I had friends where like my friend was blowing up on TikTok and she was just doing dances and she's beautiful. And her boyfriend was like, hated it and like told her to delete it. She was like gaining so many followers, but she deleted it. And I was kind of like, wait, hold on. Were were these like sexy TikToks that she was doing? Um, she would just be in like a pant, like pants and a top. And she would just be like dancing. And she's just like, she can dance really well. And she's beautiful. So guys were like, like, you know, comment. And Oh, so then he saw like the comments that guys were, were, were leaving. Yeah. And he was like, do you want attention? You know, like, what, why are you like, am I not giving you enough? Like, what is this? Like, Ooh, yeah. Okay. And so Super she ended insecure. up okay. deleting her TikTok. And uh, so I, when he did bring that up to me, I was kind of like, Hmm, you know, like, is that, is that controlling? But at the same time, I was like, we are in a relationship together and I want to hear him and like validate his feelings. And like, if this is something that really affects him, I don't want to ruin our relationship. Like, and why am I making the TikToks? You know, like, let's be, let's ask myself some questions here, <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, actually I, I was literally just going to say that you took the words out of my mouth is <laughs> on one hand, it could seem maybe kind of controlling on the other hand. I want to be real about why some of these women are posting TikToks. Cause let's be honest, I'm sure a majority, if not all of them that are posting these dancing TikToks are doing it cause they like the attention and who doesn't like the attention from boys. Right. I mean, listen, you post some TikToks where you're not that clothed at times. Things are kind of loose and I'm not going to put any words in your mouth, but are you trying to get some attention from the guys? Does it feel good to get that validation? I th- think, and I had to ask myself these questions, especially when he brought it up. And I think I'm curious what you came up with. There's a degree to that. Like I resulted back to like digging deep. I was like, you know what? In high school, I would see pretty girls and I'd be like, I want to be just like them. Or like, you'd see the older upperclassmen and they'd be so beautiful. And you're like, Oh, like I want to like, they're so pretty and nice. I want to be like that when I grow up. And so I think for me, my high school experience was not that I had acne. I was gaining weight. I was tired all the time. I had all these health. Yeah. You you posted a TikTok on that. I saw you looked a lot different. Yeah. And so I realized it was mostly from like, health related things. And so after I got my health back, I was like, this feels more like me. Like I feel healthy. I feel good about myself, but I never got to really experience that. Like I didn't like, I don't know. I wasn't getting validation or 
yeah, I didn't, and I didn't feel it myself. And so there's an aspect of like, I finally feel like good about myself and healthy and like, like, okay, like this feels like who I really am. And so I think when I'm posting videos and stuff like that, I'm excited and I feel confident and I feel beautiful in myself. And I'm just like, most of the time, like I, when I made my last TikTok video, I was just in my normal robe, no makeup, had genuinely been crying for hours because the breakup had just happened. And I was like, I saw this dance and I was like, I want to learn it. And I learned it really quick. And I was like, fuck it, just post it. So sometimes it's like, it isn't really asking for attention, but it just happens. The attention just comes. And other times it's like, I can see if a video didn't blow up, I'd be like, hmm, am I ugly? Like, am I like, what is that? So I know that there is an aspect of like, okay, yeah. Validation. Yeah. Am I doing that for validation? I think that it's probably always hidden in there and I probably need to do some more digging, but yeah, I think it's a mix of like just having fun and being confident, loving the feeling of being sexy and sharing that and laughing. And then there's also an aspect of just like, Oh, that's really validating, (laughs) you know? Um, Yeah. And then you can understand why your boyfriend would be uncomfortable with that feeling. Yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah. I totally understood where he was coming from. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So the breakup again, it was mutual, but if he was like, let's make this work, I want to really make this work. Would you have stuck in there? <sighs> Paige, I love you. We can make this work. If love is real, then we can do it. Let's do whatever we got to do. Maybe I need to move to Washington. I, I don't know. In that moment, I feel like because we had that before, because it did happen in January when I talked with you and we got back together, he had said all those things and I was open to it. And, um, I think even for myself, I couldn't get there. Like we had so much love for each other. We had so much fun in our relationship and I think we wanted it to work, but there was, we both agreed that it's almost like we hit the ceiling to what we could feel for each other because of the beginning, because of the breakup, because of the age, because of all these things, we had these walls up that just wouldn't come down. So I remember he said, after we got back together, his walls were like totally down. He was like, I'm in love with you. Like I see a future with you. I'm down, but I was still guarded because he had said things during the breakup that I just couldn't let go, unfortunately. And so I just didn't what do you really, say? the first breakup I remember kind of being like, all right, where are you at? Like, are you growing in your feelings for me? Are you staying stagnant or are they like kind of dissipating? Like, where are you at? Just kind of checking in in the relationship. This was in, this was last year before we broke up in January, 2022. And he was honest with me and he was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm kind of staying stagnant. And I was investigating and he was saying like, I don't see you as my wife. I've been with women in the past where I felt a lot stronger for them this far into a relationship. And I'd be fine if we were like friends with benefits. And yeah, when I do see a pretty girl walking and I think she's wife type, I do wonder what it's like to be with her. So he would say these things in the middle of breaking up. And I was kind of like, okay, (laughs) like I don't want to be with a guy who. You're clearly out. You're clearly your head's not in it. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just kind of like, oh, all right. Well, didn't know that. Like, I'm going to deuce out then. Like, duh. So once we got back together, I was kind of like, why is he getting back together with me? And so it was kind of confusing. But at the same time, I also knew our relationship and I knew how vulnerable and how deep it really truly was as we were starting to grow. Um, and just teaching each other lots of lessons. So I was like, I, I was confused when he was saying that. Cause I was like, it didn't feel right. I was like, I feel like he homies blocked. <laughs> like he doesn't know like his feelings. Like it, it did feel like he had some like issues, I guess, towards like love and openness. And he wasn't really in touch with his true feelings. And it felt like that when he was saying those things. But I was taking them for what it was. And I was like, all right, well, deuces. Like, I don't want to deal with that. But it did feel weird. And I think when he came back and was like, whoa, like, I didn't mean those things. Like, I was scared, blah, blah, blah. Like, had all these reasons. I could see it and it it felt right. 
So it made sense. And that's why I got back together with him. Um, and then he was so in it once we got back together. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. It was just, um, sorry, where are we going with this? I forgot what the question was. I think I just ran. No, that's okay. I, I mean, honestly, this whole, this whole episode is just kind of hearing the point of view of a woman going through a breakup and you're going through it right now. Are you in no contact right now with him? Yeah, no contact. I told him to, I was like, Hey, I love you. And I hope we can like connect later, but I need to block you on Instagram. I need to block you on TikTok. I need to block your number. Smart girl. Smart Just girl. because yeah. I don't want to be tempted to look, I don't want to be posting stories and you look at my stuff and be like, kind of be like, did he look today? You know, I just don't want any of that. So I, yeah, I told him I'm going to block you on everything and I can't talk to you and don't reach out to me, please. So he understood. How long ago is this now? A week? Yeah, we broke up October 2nd is when he fully moved out. Okay. Yeah. So almost two weeks at this point. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? Um, there's Honestly, a part. Not like, not like, you know, small, small talk. Like how are you really doing? I think uh, the first, when he moved out that day, I was a wreck. It's really sad. And I could actually feel myself like trying to kind of bottle it up and just be okay. And I was like, no, like that's going to prolong this like sadness or I might act out in certain ways. So I was like, just feel it. And I just was letting myself cry and like cherish the memories and like look back on it and just be sad. And I was really sad. And my family had booked a trip to New York City on the 4th. So I was really sad for the two days and then was like, cool, I'm going to New York and was like really distracted because you're with your family and you're traveling and you're you're in New York city. So I was really excited and I was like, I'm fine. And when the feelings would come up, I was just like, look at me. I'm in New York city. Like who cares? Like fun. Where are we going? And I think I also didn't want to feel sad because it's like, I don't want to ruin the trip, but reality definitely hit when I walked back into the apartment. Um, Oh, I was going to say that that's definitely the moment right there. mm -hmm. Like, okay, now I'm alone. No one's here. I don't have my boyfriend to text or talk on the phone with or spend time with. My family is gone. I'm back to my real life. And then it all sinks in and then you just have an anxiety attack. But you tell me what happened. What happened for you? (laughs) I mean, you honestly nailed it because I did. I walked in. It was like all dark in here. And I was just like, it's so quiet. I was like, fuck, like, all right. Like, this is the new reality. And it was sad, you know, so yeah. And that's when I was kind of like, uh Oh, like shit, like here it comes the healing and the sadness and like having to go through it. And, um, it's kind of funny cause I, he, we did the bus life trip together for three months. And so he went to move back into the bus and I knew that. And he kind of said, Oh, I'll probably be up in the woods or I'll probably go to the coast or whatever. I was like, cool. And so when I got back, I'm not expecting to see him around. And, um, I was on my way. It was like the day or the second day I got back. This was yesterday. I was going to target and I pulled to the intersection and I see the bus right there. First one in the intersection. No way. Yeah. And I'm like, what is he doing here? Like what? This kind of sucks. That really did suck. Cause I was like, shit, he's like in this area. Like, oh my gosh, I don't want to run into him. Um, I thought he was leaving. Yeah, I guess he's just staying around this area. He's going to be leaving to Maui in November, but I guess he's trying to sell the bus and staying in this area, which sucked to see, but whatever. So did you, so did you run into him or you just saw the bus? It's kind of funny because I saw the bus and I was having to turn, like he was right here, first one in line, and I had to like turn and I saw him and I like hid behind one of the cars. I was like trying to match it up and I like ducked down. Cause I was like, I just don't want to see him. I don't want him to see me. I don't want us to reach out to each other. And it was just like, ugh, yeah, it did suck. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> did you cry? Um, I didn't cry. I was like, why is he here? I was kind of like frustrated. Like, dang it. Like I wasn't like, I was hoping I could just like well, pissed. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I didn't cry. But I was like curious, like, where's he going? Like, what, what's he doing here? <laughs> I was like, dang it. Like, yeah. I don't want to have these feelings. What do you think you're going to do different next time? What lessons have you learned that you are going to implement f- 
for the next, I don't want to just say relationship. It's kind of like relationship, but, and process of finding a relationship. Have you thought about that at all? Yeah, that's actually been the biggest thing that I've taken away from this relationship is like what I'm going to do differently and like how I'm going to go into it. it. I was so closed off most of the time. I would go on dates with guys, but I would be cold and they would be like, I can't read you. Like, do are you into me? They just had no idea because I was so weird, (laughs) awkward kind of. And so with Parker, for whatever reason, I did feel very comfortable with him and he did kind of like squeeze his way in there and let down a lot of my walls and was just so loving that I was like, wow, okay. And he, and he actually said, me being cold to him in the beginning made him have a lot of reservations. And we had a lot of miscommunication and problems in the very beginning because of, of me being closed off and cold. So I'm just like, wow, I I really, if I'm going to get into another relationship, I want it to be on such a strong, solid foundation in the beginning. I really want to go in with just an open heart and, just be like, not just put down or like, be like, I don't want a relationship. I want to be like, I'm open, you know, like I do like relationships. I do love partnership and just be more loving and open and, and start off that way and be so clear with my communication. That's another thing is that in my past relationships, I would never be vulnerable. I would never let them see me cry. We would never, you know, fight and have it like to the point where we talk about it to where we both it's resolved. It would just kind of, I don't know, dissipate. And so with Parker, he really taught me how to communicate, how to be vulnerable. If we would have a something come up and we would talk about it for two, three hours just to make sure it was all good and we were both okay and that it wasn't going to repeat itself or we were going to give each other tools to make sure, you know, it, the thing wasn't repeating. And just so like, I learned so much in that relationship. I feel like I'm such a better person after that relationship. And I don't know. I'm just like, wow, I'm so grateful for it because it was such a mature kind of like spiritual partnership where we really dove deep into our triggers and our traumas and communication and understanding who we like our stress responses and stuff. And I've learned so much. So I'm going to do so much different in my next relationship for sure. And I have him to think, to be honest. Wow. That's very mature. That, that's no, honestly, that's fantastic. What do you think if you could pinpoint, if you had to only say one thing that was the problem with the relationship, what do you think that would be? Like the reason, like the one th- reason why it didn't work out. Ooh, dang. The number one reason. That's such a good question. I mean, I have like no rush. five that pop into my head. Yeah, let me think about that. What was the first thing that popped in your head? For me, like the reason I don't think it worked on my end was my inability to fully trust and like let go of my like self-conscious beliefs of like, is he going to find someone better? Is she hotter? Is he checking out this girl? Like, would he be better off with someone like that? And do I trust him? I couldn't let that go. And I think that was like self-sabotaging the relationship for sure. I wish I was able to just like let go and love deeper and just trust and not have those like self-comparison, you know, beliefs and worries. But as a relationship for both of us, what was at our detriment to why the relationship ended? I feel like it was, I think we just were too scared to fully dive in in love with one another. It was like when one, it was like we were opposites. Like when I was all in, he was closed. When he was all in, I was closed. And so we never got to that point where we were both just so in it. And I genuinely believe that was the reason we broke up. And we, we talked about it. We were just like, I feel like, again, we just like hit this ceiling of like, I want to love you above the ceiling, but my wall, which won't come down. And we had, I think because of the breakup, because of the beginning, the walls wouldn't drop and we just couldn't overcome, I don't know, the fear. And so we just were like, fuck, we're like not deepening in love. I think we need to, I don't know, we've tried so hard, but it's just not happening and we need to let this go. And it was really, really hard. It's very hard to let it go. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, breakups are really tough. You learn a lot about yourself. I mean, just from listening to this conversation, and I'm not a psychologist by any means, but it feels like one of the reasons why you were so self-conscious and thinking, oh, he might, he could be with someone better or different really all goes, a lot of it comes back to probably your, your, your childhood growing up and, and almost like Mm -hmm. the ugly duckling syndrome, right? Mm -hmm. It's like people who were maybe once overweight or, or not attractive or acne or whatever it is that made them not attractive. And then they became attractive. They still feel like that same person inside. And just from the fact that you told us, well, you told us that specifically, and you told us that you're, you know, sometimes you do things to try to get validation because it does feel good to know and validate that, okay, you are not the same person you were once, you know, from when you were a child. And, and maybe some of that's coming through in your relationships. Again, I don't know. There's probably a lot more and we can go deeper into that, but that might be one of the reasons why you just weren't trusting. And I'll say this, just understand that the next time you get vulnerable and fall for somebody, it will come back. It's not even a question in my mind. So, you know, my advice I would give you is to definitely work through that piece with whoever you got to work through that with yourself, a therapist, friends, whatever, because a lot of that stuff and our childhood stuff and our insecurities and our traumas will all come out in the relationship. And we think we have it handled sometimes. And sometimes our brain tricks us like, oh, because we went through it and we're aware of it, it shouldn't be a problem anymore, right? And that's just not how it works. You got to be working through it on a deeper level to really be able to come to a place of, of security in yourself. Any thoughts on that? Any of that? No, I mean, you, you like absolutely to everything you said, because I did, I realized I was like, is this him that's causing these insecurities or is it me? And I was like, I felt this way in my other relationships. And as we were breaking up, I was like, dude, I'm going to therapy. <laughs> like I, because I've actually always wanted to go. I just didn't have the money or the insurance to get the benefits to go or whatever. But now I do. And I'm just like, yeah, I absolutely want to go and, and be like, Hey, I want to be a healthy person. I want to be a healthy person. in My relationships, I want to have a healthy mindset and be open and loving. And I have struggled with, you know, like comparison and these worries and kind of these like unnecessary thoughts and fears in a relationship and I hate it. And it's like closing me off and it's ruining the relationship and I don't want to continue this. So I, I feel like I've tried so hard to ask myself these deeper questions to get to that point, but sometimes we just have a wall up. We won't like, we're, I don't know, kind of almost afraid to go there. We can't quite get there. And I'm just like, I just need a therapist to ask me these questions and, and kind of give me, help me work through it. I really, really believe in therapy and, and getting to understand yourself better and like how your experiences yeah. have impacted you. So I totally agree with everything you said. And you actually, like when you brought up the ugly duckling syndrome and that in my next relationship, even if I feel so accepted and loved that it could still come up and you're like, it probably will, you know, the, the comparison and the fear and trust and all that, it'll come up again. And I was like, huh, I actually have never correlated the ugly duckly syndrome to why I would feel that in a relationship. I always was like, it's gotta be like way further in childhood. Cause I really only had that. I was really only ever dealing with weight and acne and health like the last two years of high school. Other than that, I was like pretty fit and skinny and just like doing all the things. It was just this weird health thing. Well, was it, was it at all traumatic for you? Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. I, I well, there you, there you go. Yeah. People, you can have a trauma at 40 years old. If you have a traumatic experience, I don't think age matters. So, so maybe, true. maybe that's what happened. It was traumatic for you. Just turning into that person who you didn't want to see in the mirror. Yeah. I like secluded myself from my friend groups. I, would like say I was oh, sick just so I wouldn't go to prom because my friends are like all these beautiful, tall, oh my God. super yeah, skinny models. Oh. 
and they'd be like, come on, Paige, come to homecoming. And I was just like, I'm not feeling well. Sorry, guys, not going to go because I just didn't feel good. So yeah, I actually never correlated those two. And I'm thank you for that because you definitely just like gave me some insight. I'm here to help. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. It's like a little therapy session. Trip's helping me. You know, I thought I thought something good was going to come from it. Yes, Paige. No, uh, this was a great conversation. You're welcome. Yeah, I'm loving this. Um, it was a great conversation. I, I want to thank you for coming on, and I think you're a great person. You're definitely on the right path, and I wish the best for you. And I wanted to just kind of talk about it. I think it's really interesting to hear the experience of what someone is going through when they go through a breakup and the lessons that they've learned and, Mm -hmm. and what they're going to do with that and what may may have affected a breakup. It's just really good stuff. And, and it seems like it helped you. It's always good to rehash it because then it brings even further awareness into it. And I hope that the guys listening, you know, got something from it as well and just heard the perspective from someone going through it, especially uh, a female. So, so thanks for doing it. Thanks for being here. and, And thank you for, being so honest with us any last thoughts or anything you want to add yeah i actually did a like a little mini podcast on mine i haven't posted it yet but i was thinking about like okay i feel like for the breakup obviously i'm having my moments and being sad but something that actually helped me the first time we broke up and that's helping me again is that when I do have these moments of sadness, the thing that's helping me, and I'm saying this for people that are going through breakups themselves. So I remember putting this post on Instagram, the first breakup, and I was like, I'm going through a breakup, any tips? And so many people were like, I'm going through the same thing. This is what's helping me. And I was like, whoa, I forget how often people are going through breakups. It's just a natural part of life. And a lot of people normally are struggling with it. So if you're listening and you're going through a breakup and you're sad, the thing that's helping me the most right now is getting excited about my future, really sitting down and going, okay, what do I want to experience? Who do I want to be? What do I want to bring into my life? And if there's anything that you're unhappy with, knowing that you have the power to change it, I really truly believe this. It's like, even if you're like, I want to move here and I want to make this much money, I want to start this company and you feel like it's out of reach. I really, truly, truly believe that everything is energy and that we just have to really set our intention to what we want to do and what we want to accomplish, what we want to achieve. And if you can visualize it, feel it, really get set on what you want for your future, that you can make travel happen. You can make that job happen. You can bring those friends into your life with just intention, energy, thought, visualization, feeling it, making little steps to work towards that lifestyle and if you're thinking about it enough and focusing on it enough, it's eventually going to create itself in, in your life. If you're genuinely so passionate about it and you're thinking about it all the time, it will happen for you. And that's my thought process is like, okay, anything I want to do, I can achieve this. Let me just get focused on what I want. And then it brings kind of this excitement into your life of like, okay, I'm going to mourn this relationship. I'm going to feel the feelings, but at the same time, I'm going to get excited and really start working towards things that really are going to make my soul happy and fulfilled. And so that's just like closing thoughts of hope for like anyone going through a breakup. Awesome. That's really good words. And that hope really does help. You need to start there so you can have a good mindset to be able to push yourself out and push yourself to grow. So Awesome. Thank you. Guys, check out Paige. We'll put some of her information in the show notes and we'll also link to your podcast. And thanks for being here. Yeah. Thank you, Tripp.